Man, they booing this dude on the night he passes Jordan. That would give me pause and something to think about. This is embarrassing. And you know what? This is typical MJ, though. Career arc, career trajectory, and we're talking face the league-wise. Year six Giannis is year six LeBron. Chris Broussard here, and welcome to the brand new Hoops on Fox podcast. This podcast will give you your daily dose of all things NBA from Fox Sports, including the best content from Skip and Shannon, Nick Wright, plus special guests, fresh NBA content from myself, post-game interviews from NBA stars around the league, and much, much more. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Up first, Marcellus tells Whitlock and the SFY crew why Laker fans booing LeBron on his historic night should only fuel the king. And I think at some point he's going to figure it out. And I think there is a chance. I don't, I'm not going to say a high chance, but let's say 30% chance that he figures it out and says, you know what, I need to get out of here. I need to go to New York or someplace else. <laughs> this, man, they booing this dude on the night he passes Jordan. I would be... That would give me pause and something to think about. Man, if you're the king and they're booing you, it just makes you want to just shine that crown even brighter next right. year and just stick it to them. Right. One, as an L.A. native, I will say, in terms of our fandom, at times we can be fickle. If you're a winner, we love you. If you're not, boo. But we'll be right back soon you start winning again. And that could be a two-game win streak for the Lakers. It's just all of a sudden they're back in. Shaq got booed. Kobe got booed. They booed the greats here because they're just so spoiled with success that – Right now, they don't like this. He's not part of the Laker family. I told you he never had L.A. And this is now them trying to respond to that and say, we told you this is still Kobe Mamba country. But LeBron will respond to this next year. This team will be better. But on that night, the night you pass MJ, how can you get booed on that night? That night, you push it all aside, just like the night where Kobe had 60 against Utah. Hey, forget that. We know it's your last game. You push it all aside. But on that night, you get booed? Yeah. I don't understand that one. I think LeBron, when he had the towel over his face, he was crying in regret. Like, what am I doing here? I get it. There's a lot of good things that are happening off the court for him. But he's thinking to himself, like, this is the moment. This is, I, this is where I'm at right now. I look up. I'm down by 20. I think that was a hard moment for LeBron right there. Mm. Well, I mean, fans got to understand. We, all people got to understand. The Lakers don't celebrate individual awards. They celebrate championships. Yeah. That's what they used to. They're not used to that. But at the same time, as a player, coming from where he's coming from, that's a, that's, a, that's a big reward for him to pass Michael Jordan. We all grew up idolizing him. So for him, I understand what he's feeling. That, that's a big feat for anybody coming from where he come from. And that's how I so see it. So if you got booed on that night, it, how would you feel? None of that matters. Yeah. None of that matters to LeBron. Where I come from, nobody. I'm, I'm here today standing. I'm past my idol in the NBA and scoring. What everybody doing in here does not matter to me. All right, let me ask you. If it doesn't matter. It does not matter at all. What you if it doesn't matter, then. I did this. The next time, let's just say he's here next year. He's going to pass Kobe next year. He's going to do that at home? He's going to be okay with that? Or he's going to schedule it where he's like, you know what? <laughs> I better do this on the road. It's going to be the same way because the Lakers fans don't celebrate individual awards. This organization is known for celebrating championships. Sure. Yeah. We've, we never, they didn't celebrate Kobe that much when he scored uh, the, uh, 60 points the last game. Oh, my God. Oh, man, they threw him over the way. Going out was a goodbye. Going out? 
Yeah. Go, it, it was a great game going out, but after that day, it was yeah. over with. Sure, okay. Yeah. You what see it, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like, they ain't the celebrated moment. the next year. Yeah. And no. then to bring Comey back and bring him on the court, we're going to no. celebrate that game. That's, no. that's, you no. know what I'm saying? He's right. It wasn't there. that big. Dude, he's a guy just passed Michael Jordan. But yeah. both of that's those, big, if you look man. at it, he did that in a Cleveland uniform or Miami uniform. In, in, in the video montage, they showed that. And I, they felt that. And then you're talking about MJ. None of that is LA centric. So them people are like, all right, respect for you, are but you it's time to do for us. LeBron tweeted out two hours before the game or an hour before the game, oh, wow, it's going to be unreal. Yeah. At this moment, blah, blah, blah. You can't tell me he, it crossed his mind. You know, I might get booed tonight. You know what? Translate those boos. <laughs> Y'all a boo? Hey, 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 hold on. Hey, all right. LeBron, why he was really crying is because not only did I pass Michael Jordan, the guy I idolized, but... I wanted a positive influence from the hood, from where I'm from. And MJ became a billionaire from nothing. And now not only have I surpassed him in terms of points, but I might surpass him in terms of off the court. And me, that won't happen. He might. Look, it's in LeBron's head. Stay in the zone. He has accomplished so much. And the LA fans, when you boo LeBron, think about what he's been through in in all the adversity. That boo is not going to penetrate. Everybody be passing Mike. Thank you. No, okay. we know it's hard. All right, okay, well, don't, don't, don't make it seem like he didn't, he, he, didn't, he didn't do something that's great that's never been done. No, no it's unbelievable. That, no, every, well, so what are you saying then? I'm saying, why the Lakers fans not accept him for, I just for, told be, for you, the greatness? Because you know that. Doc Rivers got a standing awards. ovation for Dirk Nowitzki at, when, at, for, at the Clipper game. Because, the Clippers, the, because Dallas not used to winning. They're celebrating Dirk. That's all they have is Dirk. Yeah, the, the Lakers too. celebrate championships. We ain't got that. We ain't got them championships. Okay, but let's move to LeBron. Right. Not in terms of how he interpreted and how he feels about being booed on the night. He, he doesn't said, care. What, what do you mean? He the doesn't guy, care. I've heard the guy for years say, y'all take me for granted. I've spoiled Look, y'all. we all rather get applauded than booed. On the but night when I'm you boo me, MJ, I ain't tripping. On the night like, I pass the MJ, the whole like, crowd booed you. No. You've been saying for years, I've spoiled y'all. Y'all take me for granted. You celebrate yourself more than damn the damn near the media celebrates. He you. does. Every he does. everything he does, he tweets out, he Instagram posts. You know, last night I wiped my butt for the hundredth time. Jordan only did it 88 times. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrate this, y'all. And people go, oh God, that's great. That's great. You wipe better than anybody. You telling me this man isn't bothered that he got booed? You gotta be. Man. Come on, He's Zach. Not, man. He's what? Not, you got He's not, you don't bro. think so? He's not. No, if put yourself look, in his position, would you ever let those people? As Grandma said, don't let them steal your joy, baby. No, okay. In that moment, I ain't letting you steal my joy, and I just got I you. Hear you. I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. That's why he put on his post. He winked his eye to the haters. I wink to the haters. I hear you, but I'm not paying attention. I just passed Mike. Why would I give that energy? You know yeah. why your grandmother gives you advice? I don't understand yeah. that. Because you need it. Because she knows you're hurting. And she's like, baby, don't let nobody steal your joy. Right. That's why that saying is out there. And that's yeah. why she said Yeah. And so trust me, LeBron James's mama today it's sitting there, baby, don't let us. Nah. He drank so much wine last night. Come on, you kidding me? What joy? You know why? Kidding me? Kidding depressing. You can't tell me somebody that does all this social media posting, look at me, look how great I am. When we shoot Space Jam? I hear you. He looks just. He looks just. I worry about when we shoot. Who you born? Them same people born gonna be at the movies in a couple months. I wanna hear that. 300 seconds. I wanna hear that. 300 seconds. I'm worried about that. All right, dog. He's not worried. They wasn't booing Corsair. You know why? Because they close to him. Can I get a selfie? You on Facebook? You on Facebook? No, sir. Have you? You know what Facebook is, right? Yes, sir. Your high school. So you know everybody's on Facebook. Just turn 40. 
And, and there'll be some 40-year-old that you went to high school that's on Facebook right now putting out <laughs> pu pictures of how great their life is. And you you would see it in giggles. But I know how terrible things are for you. Your husband just left you or your wife just mm -hmm. left you. You're 30 pounds overweight, but you're trying to put on this big show. Mm -hmm. When I look at LeBron's social media feed and all the dancing and all the love letters to Kyrie and all the celebration of himself, it ain't no different than that person you went to high school with who's faking the funk on Facebook. You know what? You know what's different? He's famous, they ain't. Yeah, he actually it's doing it. They, they faking it. They faking it. I'm about to be a billionaire. I ain't faking nah, nothing. He's not faking if it. If every billionaire or millionaire was happy, y'all would have a point. But, that's they not, but they we, we talking about LeBron, though. They can be just as unhappy oh, as happy. the person with no money. Next, Chris Broussard explains why LeBron probably won't be a fan of getting extra rest as the season winds down. Are they doing the right thing by scaling back LeBron James' minutes? I think it makes sense, uh, but it's being called they're advising him. Because my thing is, I'll believe it when I see it. LeBron wants to play. How many times have we seen, oh, he's going to cut back his minutes? Now, he did cut him back this year to about 36. But I wouldn't be surprised if, if his average the rest of the way is about 34 minutes a night, which is cutting it down a little. But 28 to 32, I don't know if LeBron will go that low. Um, him not being 100%, maybe that's because of conditioning, because of the injury. Uh, he's not fully back from that. But, I, look, I'm assuming the groin is fine because I don't think he'd go out there and play in these meaningless games if the groin was, was a problem. And, look, LeBron obviously wants to be ready over these next three years to get the Lakers a championship. But I, I do not fault LeBron one bit if also in his mind I'm trying to catch Kareem. I, he should want that record. I think that's a great thing to shoot for, and I don't think he wants to give away games. I think he wants to play games. I think he wants to put up numbers. I don't fault him for that at all. All the players want to put up numbers. And so I, I think he's going to go out there and, and, you know, play these games probably 34 minutes a night, and I think it's a smart thing. So some of this Fine. is about – I'm sorry, some of this is about numbers? I think so. I mean, if I were in his position, I'd be trying to catch Kareem. That, that's not mutually exclusive to trying to win. I don't think he's going to do it at the expense of, you know, I got to get my points, so I'm not going to pass the ball. I'm going to make sure I got to be the leading scorer or anything like that. But I think he's got a lot of goals in mind. As all Like Michael Jordan said, I want to win, but I want to be the reason why. And I think that's how superstars think, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. As far as the back-to-backs go, like, let's be very specific about this. They only have three back-to-backs left the rest of the year. So it's so take three games off, and even if he's not going to play at Detroit, at Utah, and at the Clippers on March 15th, 27th, and April 4th, throw those out. So then we're talking about 14 games the rest of the way. He was playing 35 minutes per game before he got hurt. Now, when he came back from injury, he was inexplicably playing 39 minutes per game right out the gate. That's what he averaged, had a bunch of 40-minute games. Mm -hmm. And then in the game where he broke, where he passed Jordan, he was down to 31 minutes. I would imagine he's going to be, I don't think LeBron's going to play 20-ish anything. I think it'll be at least 30 minutes. Now, having him do what they did in that game where he passed Jordan, where he doesn't play the whole first quarter where you take him out you know, midway through the first, where you do more of a Duncan with Popovich style in the regular season when Duncan wasn't on his last legs, to where you target 32 minutes. Like, have that be your target and your goal. That is a reduction in minutes. And not playing him back-to-backs also makes sense. I, I don't see, this is where I think C and I disagree, 
I don't see the need to shut him down, and I don't see the need even to say you're going to play do the Anthony Davis plan where you're playing 20 minutes no. per game. I, I I know you disagree, see, but I think this is he shouldn't be played 40 minutes yeah, another so game the rest we, of the what year. What do we gain besides adding point total to him playing? If he's going to play 30 well, minutes in 14 if, games, if if the young boys are going to play, then look, everybody thinks they're going to have a totally new team. If they don't no, get no, Anthony no, Davis, if they don't get Anthony Davis, Kuzma, Ingram, these guys might be back. So you just get them used to playing, you know, more time on the court. And he's going to get a rest. You know, he's going to get two months more than he's ever had in the mm -hmm. last, what, 10 years? Okay. Yep. All right. So two months rest is great. So what would three months, four months be? It's fine, but he, okay. So what's the worst thing? He, he could rest all summer if he wanted, but he's not. He's gonna get out there and start playing in As July. July or, he'll, yeah. he'll start working. So I, I think taking the, these extra two months, I think he'll be fine. Okay. So what's the worst? You thing You want to shut him down? Let's just see. Let's just. I, I, mm -hmm. I, I'm 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 in the air. We gonna have a conversation <laughs> about. What would be the worst thing could happen for LeBron? Suffer another major hurt. injury. Yes. A ma yeah. Okay. It could, because if he suffered an injury, would that affect free agency? Enormously. I would yes. think so, yes. And I, I think it would affect everything. A major injury would affect everything. So a major injury, I mean, a I major injury. I don't know that it would necessarily affect the Anthony Davis trade. I think Anthony Davis would still want to go to the Lakers. Sure, but we, but it, a major injury would be bad. It's the worst thing that yeah, could happen. Terrible. We all agree. Yeah. So yeah. we don't have to... Parse so that part of it. If I could remove that part of the equation, if that's the worst thing could happen, all right, it was like, okay, I'm getting in a car, I'm getting ready to go somewhere. Worst thing could happen is that you get in a car accident, okay, and it'd be fatal. If I could remove that aspect of it, of traveling either that way or not going, why would I take that chance? If everything is about winning the championship in year two, three, and four of this contract. That's why I believe that right now the Lakers, they don't have the right type of management because right now it should be about getting these young guys some experience and salvaging the first year of LeBron James. Why put all those extra minutes? Because they do not help you get closer to a parade. Now, LeBron can come to me if I'm magic and say, you know something, I want to be out there playing. That's what I do. I can understand that. But I'm running the team. I'm doing what's best for basketball. And what's best for basketball right now is not to put any more minutes on LeBron James. We saw him out there. Yeah, he passed Jordan, but there was nothing else significant about him being on the court. All right? These younger players, it's up to the Lakers organization and for them to develop. Right now, we're out of the playoff. There's only eight teams in the NBA that got a worse record than the Lakers right now. So I'm getting ready to take the face of the NBA, and I'm getting ready to put another 14 games on him. He's at a pace that we had never seen before. It just This is not real complicated. This is just common sense. It makes sense, but he's going to want to play. You know that. I mean, it, it didn't make sense for him to play 82 games last year. You know, in the regular season. But LeBron, it, it hasn't made bread, sense for him to play all these minutes in his career. needs a jockey, a bridle, and a saddle. And LeBron James is no different. Right now, it's important of how much we're going to let him go get into the house because he's gonna, he, he, his skill is going to go down right. regardless of what we think or what we – so for me, it would be about how do I manage that. I didn't plan on being out of the playoffs. Man, Christmas night, I'm sitting in the fourth spot. But this is my new reality, bro. I'm out of the playoffs. This thing is done. It's time to look at how do I preserve that guy so that I can get to a parade. But it's not about – Anything else but a parade. It's not about. I, I, I agree with you that whether he catches cream or not, 
is a secondary storyline to whether to or not he wins another championship. Right. We all agree with that. Where you and I are on the other side of this is, see, is I am not certain. You keep saying if two months is good, four months is better, or three months is better. I'm not certain that's the case for a guy who has played as consistently. He has had a routine. He has had a routine for the last 16 years. That routine's already going to be broken to a degree this year by not making and the playoffs. And you know the reason why it's broken? Because LeBron didn't have the gas to go to it. Now, Blake Griffin sits down with Christine Leahy to play first and 10 on Fair Game. Blake Griffin of the Detroit Pistons, it is time for first and 10. First thing you'd say to a Lob City reunion one day. Let's yeah. say you guys got to be in a room together for an hour. With no entertainment, you just have to sit there and talk. Yeah, it'd be fine. You would. I think a lot of people like tried to make that like a. It was like this huge, like toxic situation. So you and Chris and DeAndre are all BFFs. Uh, I wouldn't say we're BFFs, but okay. we're not like. I don't. I don't think we all hate each other. You don't think? No, I mean we don't. Okay, okay cool. <laughs> uh, first SNL cast member, you would call the goat. I I really like Will Ferrell, but. Um, yeah, I would say Will Ferrell. Okay. First thing I'd find in your Google search history. Oh. Um. The truth. <laughs> the blushing is giving me a lot here. Um, first thing you'd find. I, I mean, I've, I've gotten very honest answers with this one. You can go ahead. I have like, it's probably just like weird, like random Stuff that out of context doesn't really make sense. The last thing I Googled was probably, it was, it was like something like Detroit to Charlotte flight time or something like random like that. Yeah, that's fair. I do that all the time. Like any city I'm going to, I always want to, there's a website called Travel Math. Uh-huh. That's really good if you're into like flight times and stuff. Okay, why are you so concerned about the flight times, Blake? <laughs> I don't know. I just like transit is a weird thing for me. I always like to know exactly how long it's going to okay. take. Okay, it's not like, oh, I'm, I know I'm going to land at this time. So I have like. Yeah, I just always no. like to know. Okay. That's weird. All right. I feel like there's more to this story. First thing you'd say to Doc Rivers if he walked into this room right now. Um, hey. And that's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay. First thing you'd say if you were offered a job on Inside the NBA when you retire. Um, I'm good. First player you would have picked if you were one of the all-star captains. Uh, probably Katie. First reaction to a teammate asking if it's cool to date an ex? Um, yeah, sure, sure. You don't care? I mean, it I feel like it probably depends on the ex, but like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. Okay. So Derek Fisher to school? Well, that's kind of a different situation. Like that was just, that was like. It's an ex. A wife. That's a wife. Ex-wife. <laughs> that's an ex. I've never been married, so that's a little different. No, okay. I mean, if it's like an ex-wife, yeah, probably it's, that's, that's, that's a no-go. Okay. First thing you miss most about Los Angeles besides family, friends, and the weather? thing I miss most mm -hmm. besides family, friends, and weather? Um, probably like a, just a, like my favorite like restaurants and stuff like that. Craig's. Craig's, Craig's yeah. Shout out to Craig's. <laughs> yeah. First comedian you met you were in awe of? Um, Dave Chappelle. First time in the NBA you really enjoyed dunking on someone, probably more than you should have. Um, I, I really enjoyed the Kendrick Perkins one just because he was such a like <laughs> tough guy, you know what I mean? He was like yes. a great defender and like always kind of like 
was extra physical, so you know, it's, it's nice to get somebody back. Following that, Shannon tells Skip why Michael Jordan's message of congratulations to LeBron is an embarrassment. Uh, we are joined by Rob Parker, but first, Shannon, I Shannon, will start with happening? you because Shannon. your face wow. says it all. Wow. Shannon, was there more to that, or did that get cut off? This? Really? Yeah. really? Do you want me to read it again? <laughs> I mean, Pretty what, what happened? Speech. I mean, yeah. read it again, read Jenny. It again. I like it. One more time. I, I like want it. to congratulate LeBron on achieving another great milestone during his amazing career. I was that like David Stern, that the former commissioner? Who was no, that? No. That was MJ. Skip, you ought to be was that the tone that was written with? That was the tone. right. You ought to be ashamed of your guy. You should be ashamed that he put this out. This is embarrassing. Mm -hmm. And you know what? This is typical MJ, though, because he's done very little when it comes to acknowledging LeBron James. You know why? Because since he retired, this was the only guy that's been viewed as a serious threat to him. Mm -hmm. Kobe made it abundantly clear. He tried to emulate yep. everything Michael Jordan he did. did. Mm -hmm. In an emulation, a copy can never be better than the original. Mm -hmm. And you know so what? he never viewed Kobe as a serious threat because you tried to be like me. And, mm -hmm. and Shannon, if you ever close your eyes and listen to Kobe talk sometime, he you would does. swear it was Michael Jordan. Same inflection. Am I right? Yeah. He, yeah. Did, he did. He copied yeah. it. Not only did he copy, yeah. he copied the way he walked. He did. He copied the way he hung his tongue out um, of his mouth. Mm -hmm. Everything. The, the, uh, the sleeve on his calf rolled down. The, yeah. Everything. Oh, oh, Every, the only but thing, he got a lot closer to Jordan than LeBron. No, 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 yes, he, did. he did. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Mm -hmm. You can't be close. You can't be close with only one regular season MVP. Mm. You can't be close with only two Finals MVP. Mm. How about five championships? Oh, so is that what? So is, mm. are we basically oh, all? Sir. You see? Mm. You see? Did you see what you did? No, I didn't do anything. You, you, I, <laughs> you know, but mm. go ahead. I'm gonna let you go. Mm. Now, this is what Michael Jordan did. Mm -hmm. For Kobe in his final season when he came to Charlotte. Okay. A one minute and 40 second video tribute. Mm. Not no this, oh, congratulations, LeBron, on your another milestone. Man, ooh, LeBron, you, it couldn't be me. It couldn't be me. Because see, now, now, Skip Bayless, I got to go on Instagram and I got to attack. You know, attack. That, yes. There was a response. You can't attack Michael Jordan. The, the bull job. That, and that's. And? Skip, this is ridiculous, Skip. Mm -hmm. That's all you got? That generic bull job of a message of mm -hmm. a man that's done that? Mm -hmm. Come on, Mike. Mm. You still, you always going to be Michael Jordan because you did it first. Your shoe's going to keep you on Mount Olympus for, for mm. perpetuity. Yep. But mm. you got to do it better. Come on now, Rob Parker. No, I hear you. But, Shannon, the only thing more embarrassing than that was the whole uh, reception and ovation that Kobe got here in L.A. I mean, you LeBron. LeBron got here in L.A. Yeah. And just think about how that went down, and I think that says a lot. It was totally, and I want to say this first, totally disrespectful by the L.A. fans. I get it. The season went awry. You could say LeBron uh, is unfocused, wasn't a good leader this year. You could say all of that. But in a magical moment like that, when the guy's wearing your uniform, and he's one of the greatest players, period, whether or not he's sure. played here long enough, what they did that night was terrible. And the same thing with his teammates. I mean, LeBron had to go find Caruso to hug him and then say, hey, what's your name again? Caruso's walking over to him. No, Rondo but, went right up to him. But you know what I mean. But it wasn't, it wasn't like, where was the, the players to come surround him? Like no, no, and the GOAT. No other 
nugget. I'm not saying you got to go crazy, but out of respect. Rob, it's a big you moment. You tried to trade half the team at the deadline. No, but. You know what it reminded you of? When Barry Bonds hit the home run and they didn't pour out the dugout and everybody hugged him at, at home plate. He had to come in. He had to come in the dugout to get the praise and the adulation. And then the last. I covered that team. And, I know and, that team. And, and the last part is I blame the Lakers as well from this standpoint. They claimed the NBA told them, we don't want you to stop the game. What nonsense. LeBron James going to pass Michael Jordan. What, what fine could they have given him if they stopped the game right. and did something? So for them to just say, oh, the league said don't do it and buy into that, that's a disrespect to LeBron as mm. well. But when it comes to Michael Jordan, it's obvious. They don't have a close relationship, but I think it's because LeBron really is more like Magic than LeBron. Michael. Michael. And, and I think that's what it really stems for, from. That's why a lot of other players, when they talk about the GOAT, they include Kobe, even though most of the conversation is about LeBron, Michael LeBron. and LeBron. Mm -hmm. But you know this because yeah. uh, Kobe had more of that killer instinct that you talk about, Skip. That's what players see. Mm -hmm. And that was more like Michael. And I think that's part of why maybe Michael hasn't had the same connection with LeBron. And you're right. Probably the closest guy to really challenge Michael but I, but I also believe that it's more about he's just not like what Michael was. Mm. Michael was a killer. And LeBron's a friendly guy who wants to get to know everybody. Hey, I'll, hey, the game's on the line. I'll give you a chance to, here you go, you shoot the ball. That's something that you didn't see. And I'm not saying that Michael never did that, but LeBron has done that way All more. All I know is Magic, I, every time Magic stepped on the floor, he had a, a million-dollar smile and was taking people out. So just this notion that you got to scowl and you got to wear a frown on your face to be a stone-cold killer, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird was mean. And, I, and I'll say this to you to just shut, your, shut that down. The game is on the line, and you give the ball to Michael Jordan or to LeBron James and win the game. Who would you give it to? I'm giving, I'm giving the ball to... to uh, uh, to LeBron. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're he's not. he's going to give it to somebody Because he's going to pass it to George Hill yeah, so he right. can miss free yeah. throws. You know yeah. it, Shannon. Stop yeah. it. I'm you would not ball. give the ball to LeBron right James. Play. No, you would right not. Play. You want the best right player play. I want to talk about Michael Jordan. Tell us. I'm going to read this comment that came down from Mount Olympus in a different way. <laughs> it Mount Olympus. Yes, it is. He lives on the top. I'm going to give you This is the way it was intended. Okay. Oh, here's the real story. I, I, I want to congratulate LeBron James on achieving another great milestone during his amazing career. Period. Send it out, he said to the PR person who typed this, right? Yes. Okay. Get him. Get, that might be more accurate. This is what you say when you feel compelled to say something you because say you're something. an NBA owner, right? right? And you are that guy. And so you have to say something, but you don't want to say anything. So that's what you say. Yep. He is fortunate that yet. Michael Jordan has not yet gone full-on Hall of Fame acceptance speech on LeBron James. And remember that speech is oh, do you? classic. You that know that one? Doozy. I do know it. Yeah. Hard to forget. Oh, my because God. <laughs> there's a big part of Michael, because I, I think I know him well enough to know this, who would love to just unleash and unload on LeBron James right now, all in the mode of, how dare you? How dare you write on your shoes on that night Thank you, MJ23, and then put a crown on it. Thank you for inspiring me, me to be greater than you, because I am the king, not you. I yes am the king. Yes How indeed. dare you do that? But you remember he said he was the GOAT. He knew when he was the GOAT. Yeah, yep. right.
The crown bothered you that much. Oh, just it that really, little crown. And, and yesterday I was looking at LeBron's Instagram. I don't even follow him, but I looked it up just to see what he's doing. Check. And they're just crown emojis all over it. It's just <laughs> crown, crown, crown. And then he dares. How dare him to to post a Photoshop picture of, can we see that? Oh, yeah, oh, 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 MJ, look at it. Like, like they're equals. They're, they're yeah, sitting on yeah, the, yeah, yeah, they're, they're sitting on oh, the I same pedestal but looking look sideways. Huh? Who in the front? Oh, who okay. in the front? Yeah, he's got a little edge on him. You don't think that was intentional? Jordan a little bit? It's artistic. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. You see? But yeah. who on the left and who yeah. on the right? Yeah. The headline. Yeah. You, you do What's read, the you message? Do left to right. He's saying, I'm like Mike, except I'm better than Mike. That's, That's what, what he's, he's saying. saying. Yes, he, he is. Said, Look, we yeah. equal. Oh, we equal. No, he's not. Look at that. He is lucky that Michael Jordan didn't call a press conference yesterday and just unload all over him for the audacity really? to try to put himself above Michael really, Jordan. Really, Jenny? The audacity. Really, scary. Okay, well, that's what I'm saying, but he went the nice way out because he felt like he say had nothing. to. Say nothing. I'd rather him say nothing. And you know what? This was a nothing. This was a big old it fat nothing It was less burger. than nothing. And Shannon, you should go YouTube when Kobe passed Michael Jordan mm -hmm. and go see what they did in Minnesota oh. for him. Yeah, they right. st Go watch that video. Yeah. They stopped that. the game, People... and the fans went crazy. They didn't owe Kobe anything, Wait. but they understood the moment. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Rob, you. Rob, you, you do not yet understand Los Angeles fans. It is what have you done for us? They don't care about anything that's happened outside of Hollywood. I, I, what have I, you I, done for Hollywood? I get it, but my only thing is, in, in that moment, you have to, if, if you are a basketball fan and recognize what's going on, you got to give them more than that. I don't care about the fans. If the fans, if you know what, when he broke the record, if they wanted to turn their head for the exit, so be it. I'm talking about an all-time great NBA player giving yeah. that little acknowledgement. That's less, that's nothing. That's less than nothing. This is embarrassing. Michael Jordan should be embarrassed. You know what? It was a pretty good diss, right? Like a subtle diss. Skip, I, you are I, got, I, I got one question. Will, will they, when he passes Kobe, LeBron, and it happens in L.A., will they boo? Would they, would they embrace that, do you think? I'm flipping everybody. Hey, hey, I'm gonna go one higher. Wait until he makes his run at Kareem. If in fact he can last long enough to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in Staples, I don't know, man. It's that okay. even worse. I'm saying. Hey, but here's the thing: boo or not boo, cheer or not cheer. Progress must progress. Mm. Okay. We rolling, Skip. <laughs> now you can jump on the train and ride with us, or you'll get rolled over. Okay. The train okay. just left the tracks. <laughs> the train is four and ten since LeBron came back from injury. <laughs> we had the wrong conductor. Oh, so we just got to get a Oh, we got to fire the coach. That's what it was. Rob, thank you so much for joining us. Finally, Nick Wright draws a striking comparison between year six Giannis and year six LeBron. I'm totally buying it. I think it's right on the money. I mean, obviously, their games are completely different, but the personality, you know, the lack of ego, but yet, you know, competitive drive. I mean, you see Giannis in the All-Star game competing Going. for four quarters, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? That, I mean, Tim Duncan was such a mellow personality. Everybody always used to think he doesn't have that killer instinct. No, he had the killer instinct. He was just a laid-back type of guy, and that's what I see with Giannis. There's no drama. Most of our teams, Golden State, you got Draymond, obviously LeBron, Kyrie. Mm -hmm. Most of our teams have a lot of drama, of the top teams. 
Not so with Giannis. I think he's gonna that tone's gonna be set throughout that organization. Similar to how I said Steph has done it in Golden State. He's a, he wants to stay in the small town. He's talked about I'm not going to LA. I'm not leaving Milwaukee. Obviously, Duncan did the same thing in San Antonio. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think it's right on the money. Personality-wise, I get all of it. But career arc, career trajectory, and we're talking face the league-wise, year six Giannis is year six LeBron. Year six LeBron, the team won 45 games the previous season. That year they won 66. He won his first league MVP. Last year Milwaukee Bucks won 44 games. They're on pace to win 62. And Giannis might very well win his first league MVP. Year six but remember, LeBron. Remember, LeBron had gotten to the finals. No, no in I understand. Four. Two years prior. Right. Yeah. Right. So he was. LeBron came. Le LeBron came through a lot. Earlier. Absolutely. And LeBron by year two was worlds better than Giannis right. by. I, I get that part of it. Year six LeBron, 28, 8, and 7. Year six Giannis, 27, 13, and 6. And LeBron from. I would argue a few seasons prior to his sixth year, but certainly by his sixth year, the best, the universally accepted best player alive, and Giannis is working towards that. Maybe not universally accepted, but certainly some people arguing the best player alive. I know you have an MVP vote. I, I said earlier, I think this is going to be the closest MVP race since Nash's second. Like, him versus Harden is going to come down to the wire, and I think Giannis getting his team to 60 wins, either winning or coming in second in the MVP, that's how you become the face of the league. It is that level of high-level production and team success. And the other thing to see when it, about face of the league, who else is eligible? So, like, Harden's too polarizing almost. Like, too many people dislike the way Harden plays. Kevin Durant right now seems to me to be – he would need an image makeover almost. I think it's Giannis or the guy that you think it probably could be in Steph. Like, one of those two guys is going to be the next most forward-facing player in the league in my eyes. I think Steph, because he has their credentials, I believe he's also going to have the additional ring this year. Also, him and Clay, I, I expect them over the next several years to put up ungodly tight numbers. I mean, dude's got 10 years in a row shooting over 40% from three-point range. Like, he is the perfect, F, especially FKD. It's set up for him. If KD leaves. Yeah, if KD right. leaves right. and then he stays there, he's the face of that franchise because I, I like the comparison because that's what we have to do in sports. We have to try to take someone out of our past, give them someone with someone who is currently so that the fans can be like, yes, I identify. But we can't take for granted what Tim Duncan had when he got to San Antonio. He had an injured David Robinson coming back. He had Greg Popovich, potentially one of the greatest coaches in the NBA. Stabilized as far as a franchise that, you know something, you know what we're getting ready to do? We're getting ready to start looking at international basketball players like no one's ever thought of and start developing them. We're going to put the perfect roster as far as defense, shooting, spacing. Also, you know what I'm going to do for you, Tim? Before people do that, I'm going to rest you. Right. Before it so he had so many things in Tim Duncan, and Tim Duncan, we know, was a better player when he came. He came out of college, man, as the big fundamental. Yep. He had seven or eight post moves then that we knew he was going to be a great player. So, yeah, I like the fact there are some similarities, small market and all that. But I think the fact that Tim Duncan, he did have the fire. But Tim Duncan never once in his career had the desire to be the best player, recognized as the best player in the NBA. And I believe that Giannis, he wants to be a great player. And Giannis has bought into he should be one of the best players, if not the face of the NBA. And I believe that that might be a pressure that might be too big for a young person because he doesn't even know what he's asking for. 
We know what LeBron went through. If we say Kobe and Shaq were part of it, we know what they went through. So these, these days have been easy for Giannis. The most difficult thing Giannis had, he couldn't get in the Mexican restaurant last year. <laughs> but what happens when he faces some real difficulty, some real challenges? And real expectation. Because all he's done is exceed the given yeah. expectations any given year. And you're talking about a guy who wants to stay in Milwaukee, a guy who enjoys the small-town aspect of what his career could be. Could you be the face of the league from a small town yeah, in this could, LeBron was in Cleveland. You, yes. you could easily. Um, OKC, if Russ mm -hmm. was a little different, he could be it, or KD. I, I like your point about Popovich. Remember, Budenholzer came out of that system, was there for 19 years, so I'm sure he's going to take a ton of that stuff mm -hmm. and apply it to Giannis. Here's my only problem. or I don't know that Giannis could be the face of the league. He could be the best player. Tim Duncan was arguably the best player. Yep. But never was the face of the league. Number yep. one, we've never had an international player be the face of the league. Number two, uh, I don't – like all the guys that have been the face, from Dr. J to Magic Johnson to Michael Jordan to Kobe and Shaq to LeBron, they've all had that – swag about them, that cool factor that that was beyond playing. Even if it was their game, the flash in their game, you know, with magic with the passes and all that stuff. Gian, if Giannis, I've said it before, if he grew up in America and had that American swag, he would maybe all, like, he would be the guy that's going to be the face of the league. But he's more of a laid-back guy like a Tim Duncan. I don't know if he's colorful enough to be the face of the NBA. And I agree with you. You stole my thunder. If, if it's not going to be LeBron and KD leaves Golden State, I would nominate Steph because I think he'll go off and they're still going to be a contender. So two things. One is one of the other reasons Duncan was never the face of the league wasn't just his personality. It was his style. Duncan was shooting, you know, backward jump shots yep. in the All-Star game. You know, Duncan was the big fundamental, fundamental to a fault when it came to branding, right? He didn't care about any endorsements. He didn't care about any of that. Giannis's style is exhilarating. Giannis's his style of play, his yes. style of play is one of the most uh, attractive in the entire yeah, league. I don't think it's as attractive as the guys we've seen. Because it's very, very unique. We've never seen anyone play like him. So, for me, it's not always exhilarating because, like, Wow, i never seen that. Man, that dude took one dribble from 30 <laughs> feet. So there's a lot of figuring out. I think they're aesthetically, and more kids are drawn. You have to grow the game of basketball. I don't believe Giannis is going to grow the game of basketball by the way he plays. Steph grew the game of basketball. LeBron grew the game of basketball. Iverson grew the game. Jordan grew the game. Kobe grew the game. Shaq, man, when Shaq slid on the floor and was looking side to side, Shaq, they changed how kids, the perception of the NBA, and I don't think that Giannis has a style. The style that I see, I don't think that that's a style like those other guys. But the other point you made, and you made it in the morning meeting, see, was the international aspect. Like, we've never had a non-American-born player be the face of the league. Yeah, we want the well, NBA to be an international game, but I don't believe we want an international face to represent the well, NBA. Well, so here's the, here's the aspect of that, though. We've only once ever or twice ever had an international player be good enough to be in the conversation. Akeem and Dirk, right? And Dirk did it in an odd time where even when Dirk won his MVP, I don't think many people thought he was the best no, player in no, the league. Like, no. he would have the best season. And Akeem, I don't even know, was Barkley the face of the league when Jordan was retired? Was Jordan still there the face really of the league? There really wasn't one. There no, wasn't was a, there was was a law. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, there Shaq was, a law. was trying to become the face of the league and probably would have, but then Jordan came back. So right now we're in a league where Giannis, Embiid, Luka's coming. Embiid he, could 
If, if, if they, because he's if got they the personality. With, yeah, he got the personality. Got, and so my point is, and I he think, played at Kansas. I mean, if that helps to it, some degree. I think the international thing is going to fall by the wayside at some point because we just have so many more. Drazen Petrovic was never going to be the face of the league, right? You never, you had guys that were excellent international players, but that was always the qualifier. They're excellent for an international yeah. player. We have now had Giannis Embiid. We've got multiple international guys. We're going to have an international rookie of the year. Might have an international MVP. You've got Joel Embiid who had MVP buzz throughout the year probably until this injury really was going to be in the top five. There, I think it's coming. It's possible that a few years from now the three best players in the league yes. could be all international. Embiid, Giannis, and Luka. Right. And, and, Denver and fans if I had to nominate two that might become the face just because of their personalities, and, and I would say probably Luka and MB because Giannis and Luca's because he's white. Let's be, I think that would work in his favor too, like like it did for Steve, Bird and like it did for Steve Nash. And by the way, Denver fans will be mad at us back to back segments. We leave him out of Western Conference contenders. They're like, what about Jokic? What about but Jokic? He's like Jokic. he's like Giannis, just the laid back. You know what I mean? Thank you for listening to the Hoops on Fox podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five star review, letting us know what you think of the show.